Good afternoon. This is James McLeod, Director of Community at Finos. This afternoon, I'm joined on this podcast by Tom Shady, CTO of GreenKey and leader of the Finos Voice program. Hi, Tom. How are you? Hi, James. Doing great. It's a pleasure to be here. So, this afternoon, you presented seven unexpected lessons from two years of our SDK in banks. Tell us a little bit about yourself and why you actually presented that topic. I've been in software development for over 20 years, started out as a developer. I became uh, a manager uh, pretty early, hands-on, uh, and then eventually moving through the ranks of an organization. Now I'm, I'm the CTO and, and I look across the company, look across our partners and try and structure our technology strategy to meet, meet our business needs and those of our customers. Um, Companies big and small, work from uh, several different sectors, defense, medical, e-commerce, and finance. I try and synthesize all the lessons I've learned at you know, a two-person startup up to a 200,000-person enterprise company into you know, the best way to get things done. So we're a small startup at GreenKey uh, focusing on NLP technology for finance. We, we understand financial jargon better than anyone else. We can transcribe uh, and process financial information with you know, up to high 90s accuracy. And, and these things I've learned throughout my career really help to uh, understand the differences between organizations, build the right technology to meet those customer needs, really synthesize a, a solution to quickly get things done. And so podcasts that are the webinar that we just did focused on what are the things that no startup would expect before they go bring their open source SDK into a bank. So our green key engine is a closed source backend technology that structures this unstructured information. There's a sea of chat voice flowing into our engine uh, and we turn that into JSON for, uh, to help power downstream workflows. We generate a lot of reports. We help financial firms identify missed opportunities, we give you insight into your data. We're really trying to provide value in a new channel. And this is a new technology for people. A lot of people are interested in it and they want to extend it specifically to their needs. And so our, our base level technology works great out of the box, but if someone wants to extend it particularly to their customers' needs, they use a, uh, to their internal needs, they use our SDK. And so, you know, we provided that as an open source mechanism inside FinOps in order to to allow people to uh, download it, feel comfortable with our technology, play around, tailor it specifically, and kind of self-service tailoring of our NLP. So over, over the years, we've, we've really found some quite unexpected surprises from that, you know, that could honestly, it can derail an entire project if not, if not addressed. Uh, you know, that's the worst case. And most of the time it just slows down, but kind of those deals, uh, and we need, to, we want to deliver our, uh, you know, we think our solution can help you make money and we want to get that into the marketplace and into your firm's infrastructure as soon as possible. And so the podcast was, uh, the webinar, sorry, was about, um, here's some things we've learned, here's some situations you can avoid. Uh, and, and the reason we chose that is we've seen this uh with the customers we work with, and we've heard this through some of our partners as well, that they have the same issues. Uh, Finos has some programs to help address some of these problems. 
we thought it was a perfect time to kind of bridge that gap between uh, you know, traditionally closed sourced financial institutions and the wealth of open source opportunities that exist today. So within your last answer, you, you were actually mentioning um, NLP as uh, an area where Green Key's involved. Can you explain NLP for anybody who hasn't come across this before? Sure. The acronym stands for Natural Language Processing. It's what allows computers to understand human language at a high level. You know, that people will speak. Uh, you just may read a transcript and not human brain can identify the important parts of that uh, because there's hidden structures in there, but computers are you know, traditionally not very good at that. And so we use AI and machine learning to uh, help computers understand what the intent, what the, what the various entities are in that object, um, and to start really understanding that human speech. And our main product offering today, you know, we have, we do financial language and we also do uh, public safety. They're private jargons. Uh, and the machine learns them pretty well uh, using our, our internal techniques. But it's to take that unstructured input of human chat, or voice, or emails, and turn that into something computers can, can act on. And so you've got all these new channels that you can automate through and de deliver reports and provide insight into it. Um, you know, we can search every phone call in real time. That's not something anyone could do before. And that's through our speech recognition into text. And then we process that text with the NLP. Same thing with chat. Uh, you know, there's a lot of financial um, transactions that happen over chat. Uh, and so to, to give a firm insight into what's happening there in real time to get to know which products are being where, when, by who, what volume. We, we deliver a, a host of reports that really help you find uh, potential missed opportunities um, to help refine your, your business. It, it's uh, field has come a long way in the last 20 years. We're pretty excited about the developments and there's, there's always more to come. So from your experience at GreenKey, why is getting open source software or the GreenKey um, open source SDK so tricky into bigger banks? So the reason it's so difficult to get third party SDKs into production at a, at a bank is they have an entirely different risk profile. Uh, there's a lot of hurdles to bringing in anything from the outside. There's trust issues. Uh, there's compliance issues. Uh, one, one fascinating thing that I hadn't considered was people couldn't even leave a comment on an internet forum without getting a lawyer's approval. And so this has a, a chilling effect on open source contributions because you can't even open an issue because that, that would be seen as you know, making a comment from the firm. So there's this host of, of legal and, and compliance issues that go back pretty far. And when you have these frictions, they, they really discourage you from, from using it. And some people have found it easier through my conversations with our customers to write their own, even at great cost, instead of leveraging something that already exists because they determine that it's the cost benefit ratio isn't there. And so the more we can do to lower that barrier, uh, Finos doing some good work with the FTX and OSAR programs to help banks understand that uh, this is a competitive advantage 
to embrace this and not to be afraid of it and not to uh, impose more and more restrictions. And so, that, you know, it's a slow process, but through through that kind of education and policy work, you know, that uh, everyone can can benefit from open source. So um, whilst uh, you're working with the bigger banks in order to get your open source SDK into production, who within those banks do you actually work with in order to see yourself through their route to life? Everyone. <laughs> uh, you know, the, we work with a variety of, of different personalities and roles. The most important of all, though, is the business. Uh, you need a business driver. There needs to be a use case that will make money or save costs uh, to really excite people enough to go through th this effort. That's the first place to start. You know, technology is there to, to meet a need. And so first you have to identify that need, get very clear about the use case, get very clear about the ROI. Then from there, uh, as I mentioned in, in the webinar, uh, there's a variety of groups to work with. There's security teams, there's infrastructure teams, sometimes separate cloud teams. Uh, which I wasn't aware of till we started this process a couple of years ago. There's different business units that get involved. Uh, you know, we started with voice technology and, and speech recognition. We discovered chat was becoming more important. Sometimes voice and chat are two different groups in the bank. So through a ton of questions, just keep asking the customers over and over again, um, all driven around that that use case that we're trying to achieve? What's the goal we're trying to achieve? And who else do we need to be involved with this? Are there any issues here getting to production? Who do we need to have a conversation with? What problems have happened in the past? And so we'll talk to anyone and everyone along that, that circuit. Um, but certainly the, you know, the main ones are the uh, business team, infrastructure, and security, uh, which typically are separate groups. And do you, do you have a, an example of where you've particularly become blocked, you know, whilst getting um, the open source SDK into production? And how did you overcome it? Too many examples, actually. Um, a lot of it was through a lot of the problems that we've seen are because of misunderstandings. So there, someone may state a requirement like it's uh, critical. Like we can only use a certain version of Docker or a certain version of Red Hat, or these are the operating system requirements of, of, of our company. Um, here's our security requirements. And through a lot of Q&A, we've kind of been able to find out the real requirement behind that. Uh, it's often not the literal one. And so there's ways to, to bridge those gaps. I mean, the, the, which suggests that the most difficult aspect of this is communication. Pretty standard answer, but one worth repeating often, and that our definitions were different. We even found like the word release meant different things to different uh, customers. Um, you know, when we would say we're releasing to production, that actually meant different things. It's, it sounds hard to believe, but you know, what did you mean by that? Who do we need to work with next? What does success look like? And just constantly, you know, relentlessly focus on that goal and, and powering through. And, and this is a, a big place that our customer success team shines, just keeping everyone focused on that goal and how do we aggressively get there? So it's, a, it's an evergreen problem. It's, it's uh, human communication. Okay, and then, then finally, um, 
whilst we're on our webinar, um, we were asked a, a pretty impressive question by the community, which was, what was the motivation to open source through Finos instead of other foundations or even maintaining um, your SDK yourself? I'd, I'd like to say, as I said on the webinar, that we do maintain it ourselves. Um, Finos is a great foundation. If you put your code there, you're still going to be taking pull requests, doing issues, making changes, you know, normal maintenance. Uh, Finos offers a lot of resources, uh, a lot of reach. Uh, you know, the conferences were great. We thought we got a lot of, um, of uh, mutually beneficial uh, reps out of the open source um, conference last fall. So it's, you know, as a startup, it's a great marketing channel for us. Uh, it, it's it's a good group of people. They're easy to work with. You know, one of the key uh, things that we have to make a decision on all the time is, is this person going to be a good partner? Is this company going to be a good partner? And Finos is. So, you know, we, we knew the, the people involved a lot of our customers are members. It was a great way to, to get that you know, get that exposure. And primarily, the mission is ours. It's how do we promote financial language or financial specific open source technologies? How do we reduce the frictions here? How do we provide a community where everyone can contribute and, and improve the, the experience of everyone and get rid of the waste? And so that was a, a lot of our mission it's too. So we found ourselves very well aligned. And it's been a great experience. Um, like I said, this group is easy to work with. Uh, the programs are good. There's a wide variety. And you can see the growth. There's been some huge uh, contributions from major tier one banks. Things are, are picking up. Uh, and so you know, we're very happy to be a part of the Finos organization. So Tom, I'd like to thank you very much for you giving us your time this afternoon and answering all of these questions. Um, and I'd like to also thank you for being a major part in the, the Finos community as well and for all of the work that's being done on voice. Um, I hope you've enjoyed your time this afternoon on the podcast. I did. My pleasure. Thanks, James. See you on the next one. Cheers. Thank you.